Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. We're going to be talking about all things business growth, brain rewiring, and climbing from a holistic point of view. You can learn more about me and follow me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You'll also find freebies for building your business, brain rewiring, and training for climbing. I am so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I've got such a great interview for you today. I am so excited to introduce you to one of my clients and friends, Jocelyn. She is seriously such a light in this world. I am so thankful to know her, so thankful to be in her energy, and I think you guys are going to really resonate with what she has to say in this interview. I'm so excited to have her on, and if you are interested in learning more about brain rewiring and have not yet grabbed my freebie for brain rewiring, so it's brain Wiring 101. It tells you everything, everything that you need to know to get started with the brain rewiring process. We go over what it is, what you can use it for, how it can help you, and how to get started. You can use it from everything from climbing performance to business growth to bringing in more money to helping your relationships to improving negative self-talk. Like literally there's no limit as to what you can use brain rewiring for. If you have not grabbed that freebie yet, it's a free course. You can head over to the show notes and you can sign up for free. I am so excited to be running another round of brain rewiring and seriously like I'm jumping at the bit to get this information out. The round that I ran from March to May was so transformative not only for me but my clients as well. Like I got such amazing amazing feedback on this program synergy that I can't wait to bring it to the world again. This for me this This was the work that I was called to do. This is the work that I was meant to do is sharing about brain rewiring and it has changed my life in such profound ways and I think you're going to realize from the interviews that I'm going to be doing over the next couple of weeks from participants and clients that have gone through my programs is it's really been transformative for them as well and I'm so, so honored to be able to give them a platform to share about their experiences, to be able to further process verbally you know, the things that came up for them during the program and continue to integrate what we learned. And it's just, it's seriously so important to talk about the things that come up during brain rewiring. For me, this is why I'll always offer this in either a one-on-one or primarily group containers because it's so important to have somebody there, you know, a coach and a community to really support you through this process because it can bring up some heavy shit. I mean, honestly, that's that's what it's intended to do. It's intended to help us heal face our trauma and really rewrite that narrative and that story that we have for ourselves. So I'm super excited for you to dive into this interview with Jocelyn. If you are excited about learning more about brain rewiring, I do have Synergy relaunching very, very soon. So the waitlist will be opening in August. The program officially starts September 13th. If you want to hop on the wait list, you can head to the show notes. I'll make sure to link it there. And holy moly, I can't wait. I cannot wait for this program to relaunch. Let's go ahead and get on into this interview with Jocelyn. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited. I have a special guest here today. I have Jocelyn. So Jocelyn was in Synergy, my group brain rewiring program, and she is such a magnetic human being that honestly, she's so contagious with her positivity, with her humor, her laughter. Like you can't help but have a good time around here. And I really cannot wait to introduce her to you guys. So let's go ahead and have Jocelyn tell us a little bit more about you. 
Hello, everyone. I may be crying at the moment. That amazing little intro. Um, so bear with me through my laughter and tears. Um, so I am an elementary teacher that specializes in forest and nature school programming. I am an artist that does watercolor with ink on top. And then I have also been doing rope art, which basically means I collect all of your old climbing shit and turn it into art. And that's that's about that. It's It started from ice climbing and it's kind of been a huge pass, passion project of mine. Um, and then other than that, a super big trad and crack climber. I dabble in some bouldering, li little bit of sport climbing, not so much, <laughs> but it, it's in there. <laughs> and then um, super keen on mountain biking and just basically exploring the outdoors and yes. all of the self-improvement and intuition stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> so like, yeah. And you live in a good spot for it too. You live in Squamish, which I'm just like hoping the border reopens so I can come visit soon. <laughs> and like just dying to get out there. So I'm really excited to dive into your experience with brain rewiring because for me, one of, I think the biggest things that I want to get across to people is how individualized everybody's experience is. You know, I can share my story with brain rewiring, but I think it's also really powerful to have other people's stories as well, because, you know, we're, we're all very, very different and we can have different experiences. We come from different backgrounds. We struggle with different things. So tell me a little bit more about what you went into brain rewiring for like what were some of your main goals going into the program oh wow I always find these questions are so loaded but I, they're, they're they are they for just, sure I get you to dig so much deeper which is great um I've been in a very huge and like I guess big phase of expansion this last six seven months kind of like the winter season um and I mean I was in Elevate and absolutely loved it just that tip of the iceberg starting with mindset and uh I've been into the energy world for I think it's like 12 years now so um like self-growth is kind of my jam and like I love just to expand and keep digging and I initially wanted to do synergy in the fall but it just it wasn't the right timing and I was kicking myself in the, the butt not being able to do it and I was so sad and then it was just like everything worked out it was when it needed to be divine timing it yeah everything aligned um and yeah going into it I've kind of been in this weird transition phase of what I want to do because I've also been in the pandemic um <laughs> and haven't been working in about a year so it's a little bit weird that way um and I, with with that time that I've been provided being off of work I thought it was a fantastic opportunity just to keep exploring and to keep digging into my own and just the places that I feel stuck, especially with relating to climbing or any outdoor activities. Um, I'm usually a pretty confident person and kind of like, especially for climbing, I'll whip. Whips don't bother me. It's like, yeah, I'll take a whipper on a, like a cam. It's not a big deal to me. <laughs> whip like Jocelyn. That's yeah, like, right? whip like from, Jocelyn. Yep. <laughs> whip like Jocelyn. That's from Elevate, which <laughs> gave you that nickname. Of. Pretty much. They were going to make t-shirts. I still want to see the t-shirts. <laughs> but yeah, so like, and I've had this discussion with friends before. It was never, it's never been a fear of falling with climbing and things like that. It was always, it's fear of failure. Failure is my, like my biggest downfall in a sense where that kind of gets me so into my head. And it's like, I have the skills. I know what I'm doing. 
for like all these different climbs. And even if they're hard, like I still know a way to get through them. Like I'll aid through something. I really don't care. Like it doesn't bother me. I'm not like, Oh, you didn't do it clean. That doesn't count kind of thing. It's like, well, no, I'm, I'm showing up. I'm being there. I'm climbing. Like it's amazing. But it's just like, for me more when I'm struggling through hard moves or if I've fallen on like what I consider an easy climb kind of thing, I get into my head about more so disappointing who I'm with or things like that. Because with me, it's been a lot of like fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, a lot of like inner child wounds, which are fantastic. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then also the, like I have mother wounds as well. Um, Just like, my mom is a very almost dominant personality and just likes control and having life a certain way. And so growing up that way, it's, it's really kind of affected who I was and like how I I am now. Um, Cause I'm pretty much in a sense, breaking out of that, which is amazing. Um, And I mean, synergy itself helped so much with that. Um, I mean, I'm kind of a, a very flowy person as it is. And I don't like being told what to do <laughs> I mean, from others and myself, which is kind of hard sometimes. Um, yeah, just basically went into synergy with just an open mind and open heart and hoping to have just another beautiful connection with all these amazing women. Cause elevate was a fantastic experience and like absolutely loved the camaraderie and the community that was built and just like this incredible support system of helping all the shit that you're going through and, being able to actually relate to other people, which is incredible. Um, but yeah, just like going into it to try and move out of like this kind of stuck in the mud, um, very like, like heavy feeling phase in a sense. Um, and just wanting to, to move past that, get clarity, get to another level. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> move through it. Yeah. And yeah. You have so much self-awareness to, to be able to connect the, you know, the inner child work, the mother wounds to then as an adult, a fear of failure. I think a lot of people and myself included up until a couple of years ago, I totally thought that climbing was like this compartmentalized thing. I was like, oh, just keep it separate. Like anything that's happening in my, you know, day-to-day life, like that quote shouldn't affect my climbing. And mm-hmm. turns out it did, you know, <laughs> Like it always comes out somewhere. And for me, the thing that I usually say is like, it's going to come out when you're the most afraid, frustrated, like Absolutely. Those are the moments that it comes out. So tell me a little bit more about how your relationship with failing has shifted, you know, not only in the last couple months, but kind of since you started climbing. Um, so, well, I guess to start with the last couple months, I'll start small. Um, <laughs> it's, so coming into Synergy, Chelsea told me a, a lovely story about her brain rewiring experience and how life changed. And I was like, damn it, I don't want this to happen. Like I'm in a good relationship. Like things are going okay. I don't want shit to change. And holy frig, everything changed. Like, <laughs> like everything turned upside down. And it, I found it a very interesting kind of like a juxtaposition between like, so me and say um, another fellow group mate um our stories are completely different and it's funny because everything in her life seems to be coming in coming together kind of phase and then for mine it's this very big everything's falling apart releasing letting go um and just like falling away of those things that don't longer resonate um which yeah it's so interesting how 
there's this complete different level and different stories and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. So if, if you're wondering, um, <laughs> so basically, um, COVID hit the house, uh, a toxic roommate left, got a new amazing roommate in, um, my partner broke up with me and then found out that basically might have to move out of my house in two months. So those are the, the quick little small things that have been happening. Yeah, just small <laughs> life events that all happen tiny. in a compressed timeline, of course. In like in the three months of synergy. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's been fantastic. Um, but within that time frame too, it's just there's been so much abundance and just opening to new. And like I've crushed some of my hardest trad grades so far. Um, and I find it funny, life for me is never linear. Um, it's never been that way. And it's just like, it's proven that even more so with synergy, which is funny. Um, cause I mean, for trad, my comfort was five nines. I hadn't tried to lead a five ten yet. Um, on-site at five ten B went and tried a five ten D finished it. I sent a five eleven A, which is like my project grade, um, took a few awesome whips on it <laughs> and then right after went on site at a 10 a so it's like none of it makes any sense but it's just like <laughs> no sense though. um it was just opening up to what can come in and letting it come in which is nice and like with with being in synergy and like doing all the rounds i think it's creating awareness that with the people that truly support you failing isn't like it doesn't matter to them. Um, you can fall all you want and they don't care. Like it doesn't translate into who you are as a person. And it's not, that is not who you are. You aren't your failures. Failure is literally just growth, which has been such a hard thing to learn, but it's been like absolutely amazing. Um, and it's because of that, it's finding those key people who do actually support you. So the ones that will be there for you no matter what. And then those that you have in your life but maybe aren't quite at that level you either you kind of like keep to the side or are like kind of a you visit every so often but they're not your your key players in your life um or just some of them you just let go um as chelsea knows i like to burn shit i know i'm not burning people not burning friends but <laughs> like paper mainly paper paper <laughs> um so, yeah so she she knows I'm a very big release person. Um, I literally will go through my whole space at least once a month, if not a couple times. And like any old journals or I literally cut up my first pair of climbing shoes the other day, which was freaking hard. Um, but I was like, I don't need these anymore. They're not serving me anything. It's they're literally just taking up space. And so I cut pieces of them up because I'm going to use them in art. So they'll have a new life, which is amazing um and then yeah just like failure in general I guess like the last I guess it'd be the last two years because I'm pretty new to trad like trad I've only been in three seasons now this is the third season um although ice I've been doing I think four or five again don't ask doesn't make any sense ice climber before rock climbing that's just how it was from Alberta um yeah that's just how it worked <laughs> but I think I almost think maybe having the experience on ice first kind of influenced some of that too. Like ice, you, you can't fall. Like there's no falling, there's no screwing up. So you don't have the same pressure in a sense. It's like, well, if, if you know, you can't lead that, you don't lead it. It's just like, it's very black and white. 
Um, but with, with trad and like bouldering and things like that, there's room for failure and like you can fall. And so that just adds this whole extra layer and level to things where it's like, well, if I'm with this group of friends and because I have all these core wounds of abandonment and rejection, um, which like I'm, I'll freely share when I was, I think I was like five, I basically lost five key family members. So it was like two yeah, so two grandpas, uh, two great babas, which is like a Ukrainian grandmother, and then a great Guido. So like five main core people um, of my family, and then just kind of all went out the window in a sense. So yeah, um, so from that, it's like it stemmed a lot of different things, and it's just working through that and realizing that even though I have this wound and I have this that I'm working through, it's these people that really are meant in my life aren't going to leave. I guess. Yeah. So it's, it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah, It's hard too. And especially when you're, you're that young, you know, those things really stick with us and those wounds. Like if we don't ever go back and do work around them, like mm-hmm. no wonder we're like second guessing what our climbing partner said to us. We're like taking things the wrong way. We're getting triggered. Like it's all wrapped up in there. If you haven't yet heard me talk about Organifi, you are in for a treat. Organifi is one of my all-time favorite mix-in beverage companies. And when I say mix-in, I mean you get a powder, you shake it up, you either add it to hot water or nut milk, and you are good to go. That is honestly my favorite way to do things. Sometimes I'm super impatient and I just don't want to wait the six to eight minutes for tea to steep call me, call me what you want, but sometimes I just want to shake and go and it's as easy as that. So for me, my favorite, favorite, favorite Organifi products, Harmony. I've been digging on it so hard lately. Harmony is like this amazing blend of hormone balancing plus chocolate, which honestly, I just can't ever seem to get enough chocolate in my life. So any form that I can get it in, I am really happy. And this one has only one gram of sugar per serving. It's sweetened with monk fruit. And for me, I am really particular on not only what things are sweetened with, but the aftertaste. Sometimes things sweetened with stevia or monk fruit can be a little bit weird, but this one tastes awesome. I absolutely love it. It is great for balancing hormones. I like to actually double up on it before my cycle starts. I feel like it really helps to support me. And for me, I'm all about balancing my hormones. I know that I feel better overall. I have better conversations. I'm able to interact with my clients, strangers, my partner better, myself better. I'm more forgiving and compassionate of myself when my hormones are balanced. So I really have been enjoying taking this lately. I am in 10 sleep right now, climbing on a two-week vacation and I actually brought an entire container with me so I can use it as a nightcap before I go to bed in the tent and it has honestly been such a game changer for me. I have normally I have such a sweet tooth like I absolutely love sweets. I love desserts but knowing that I get to have this at night like somehow just brings that snacking to a halt for me. I'm like oh right I get I get hot chocolate before bed and I'm so excited about it each and every night. I put a little bit of non-dairy creamer in there. My favorite is the Nut Pods French Vanilla, a little bit of collagen for some protein and to help me sleep better. 
and it's just like my perfect concoction, my perfect drink. So if you're wanting to try out Organifi, you can use my discount code LADYBETA, all one word, for 15% off. You can go to Organifi.com, which is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and use that discount code LADYBETA. I am so excited, so pumped for you to try these products my all-time favorite like I honestly I stocked up on Harmony I might have ordered like four bottles and I am definitely not going to let myself get too low on this product um, I don't want to you know start having withdrawals from it I definitely want to make sure that I'm stocked up on it because it really has made such a difference and it's just honestly like with all of the environmental disruptors that we have all of the hormone imbalances that can pop up it's really nice to know that I have something to help combat that. So again, if you want to check out the Organifi products, head to Organifi.com. Use that discount code LADYBETA for 15%. So you've had a lot of changes and transitions in the last, I would say, even weeks. Months. No, I know no. you're you're somebody though that <laughs> always like you're always flowing you're always transitioning and like you said you're always releasing as well so mm -hmm. for you being able to welcome in some of those new things you know maybe without the perspective of synergy being able to bounce things off of other people like for me one of my favorite parts of brain rewiring is thought shifting so really being mm -hmm. able to sit in those hard moments, you know, when shit is happening around us and being like, okay, well, why is this happening for <laughs> me? You know, it's easy to sit there and be like, why this happened to me? I'm such a victim. Like yes. I know for me, that was like my favorite card <laughs> to play and stepping out of that. I will still catch myself back in that victim mindset again, but for you, absolutely, how, yeah. yeah. How has that <laughs> played into things for you? Oh, it's, at first it was a tricky one. Cause it's, you have to first actually realize like where you're being a negative Nancy in a sense and like not to criticize Nancy's because I have an aunt Nancy she's amazing um but, <laughs> I do love Nancy <laughs> right love Nancy <laughs> um but yeah just like realizing where where your limits are coming into play and where these old beliefs are affecting you and still affect you and it could be like the littlest of things and so um like, for example, one main one was when I was with my partner, um, he's a very, like, very independent person, um, more so than I am and loves and just needs solo time. And that's just how he recharges and things like that. And so um, for for me, him wanting that solo time on a weekend was like very hard because that triggers so much shit right away. And you're just like, well, it has to be me. Like, why why would he want this? Like, complete weekend or like a week kind of just sitting in his own mind and like doing his own thing because like that that doesn't feel it doesn't feel normal in a sense it doesn't feel natural which it, it is completely like it's mm -hmm. a complete legit thing but it's just right. like it triggers all these things and you're like well I must be the problem I'm not good enough I'm not worthy enough like he doesn't like me like all these different things and so it pops up and then you realize you're like oh this is literally just my inner child having a super tantrum like yes. that's that's what's coming up and so once you realize that it's then trying to figure out how to, to how to twist it around it's like well no really like things are good you know this is how he is like that's just that's the personality and like it's legit everybody needs relaxation everybody needs to recharge and like solo time like I also need it and so it's yeah it's just mind-blowing that 
because it's not something that you're doing at that moment. It's someone else. You don't realize that like it's oh it's it's still okay. It has nothing to do with you. Like it's not against you or anything. It's just realizing that this is just something that needs to happen. And like, that's what it is. And that's fine. Like you're okay. Like you are fine and you are okay. (laughs) It shines a light relationships, especially shine a light on those triggers that we have and those wounds that we have so Mm -hmm. brightly. Like it's, you know, for me, the lesson there is like, okay, why did this happen for me? It's for you then to realize like, oh shit, I do have this abandonment wound that still needs a lot of love and attention and maybe some inner child healing and inner child healing day, which I know you're a fan of, you know, doing things that just like make you feel safe and supported and loved because, you know, we didn't receive that exact type of love that we needed when we were that age, you know, when all those events happened. And, you know, whenever we talk about things like inner child healing, it's never to say like, oh, our parents didn't, didn't give us love. Uh We're different than our parents. We need different support. We need different words, hugs, whatever it is. So for you to be able to notice like, okay, yep, we still have some healing to do here. You know, what mm-hmm. is your favorite way? And I, I think I know the answer to this, but to, to do some healing. I wonder, creative being. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Um, I mean, one of my top forms of expression is written and art. Um, like I can write a letter like nobody's business. It's that's my my best way. So like verbal is not my thing at all. Um, so interviews are challenging for me. <laughs> just like public speaking (laughs) um but yeah it was really interesting because I think it was day 10 or 12 it was kind of like roughly two weeks into brain rewiring Mm -hmm. um and it was another participant in the group had mentioned about um how they were changing their rounds in a sense and just like adding some creative element to it and I was like why have I not done this? Like I could be doing my art every day with this. And so it was almost like I craved it and I had to do it. Um, And it wasn't so much where it was like an obligation. Um, It just became like this, this natural expression that it made me feel really good to have at least one round where Mm -hmm. I listening to it and I'm just creating and letting it be an open creation, not like being controlling about it, just whatever flows flows. And like, that in itself too is connecting with intuition and just my guides and whatever needs to come through in an artistic expression and art form kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it was really amazing to have pretty much done 90, almost 80 full days of doing art so far and like pretty much every day, which has been fantastic. And the last, I'd say two weeks or so, um, kind of stumbled on like a new style, not necessarily sure where it's gonna go but it's just like a super fun flowy style and it's yeah it's just like it makes me feel really good like very light and bright and yeah it's fantastic it's so much fun yeah, and they look awesome too. I saw I saw pictures yesterday, and for those of you who don't know, with brain rewiring, we have rounds. So these are fifteen minute. We'll call them meditations, and typically you do them with your eyes closed, you know, in a quiet environment. And I recommend that for most people because I think it's relatable. You know, mm-hmm. if I were to give people so many options in the beginning, I think they would they would have a hard time knowing where to start. But what I really love is that you really took it and made it your own, and mm-hmm. you're able to do something that truly resonated with you. It spoke to your heart. It felt good for you so that you can come out of those rounds feeling like you can tackle the world. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it was, 
I, I have done tons of meditation in my lifetime and I, it was funny fine tuning it to find what times worked as well. Cause if I didn't in the evening, I was passed out. There was, it was not happening. I was, <laughs> I would be like waking up at 2am. My lights are still on. I have like stuff all over my bed. There's pens on my legs and whatever. You're like, I don't know what just happened. Why is there all this stuff? You're like, Oh, I fell asleep and around. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so like timing was very important too. And I found doing the art with the evening sessions actually helped because you're still in a meditative state, but you're not actually getting into that that sleep mode, which is nice. So you're like you're still quiet, you're still in a, a perfect mindfulness state, awareness, but you're able to do the round perfectly without yeah, without passing up. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up too, because as with any new habit, so the rounds, you do four of these 15 minute rounds per day for about 90 days. Some people need less, some people need six months a year. It kind of just depends on what people are going in for, but making it a habit to where maybe you wake up in the morning and you do it first thing. And that feels really good for you. I know for me, that actually gives me anxiety because I, I want to be doing other things. So I'm similar to Jocelyn where I need to like put them a little bit more towards the end of the day, you know, maybe here and there I'll do like one round in the morning and that can feel okay. But an entire hour in the morning, I'm like, Oh man, Nope. Got to get going. Um, yeah. so it feels better. <laughs> but for you, tell me a little bit more, you know, did you have any resistance come up during any of the things that we learned about in the modules, you know, trying to actually like prioritize the rounds themselves? Yeah, I think because I'm, I'm such a social butterfly and like always want to be doing something and like, being with people and here and there kind of thing. Um, and I mean, I do really value and prioritize self and whatnot, but it's almost like everyone else goes a little bit higher most times. And then if climbing is in the mix, that just throws everything out the window. Um, (laughs) but yeah, it definitely was a challenge to, to sit and just figure out what works best for those rounds. Cause I think in the beginning, I had tried like an hour chunk and it just, I was like, this is not happening. This is too much. Cause I would find almost by the end of the second, maybe third round, I was not necessarily bored, but just like overloaded in a sense. It was just, it was a little too much just in one shot. Too much Um, like energy that needs to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so I, I was finding mixing up what I was doing with the round. So in the start we didn't do, um, I think we hadn't been doing the affirmations or the inner child healing quite yet. So it was just like strict rounds. And so I found walking meditations with them worked wonders. That was like, it gave a different context to it and just the movement helps for a bit. And then like doing some at home, maybe some sitting in the grass, just mixing up my environments as well was a lot helpful. Um, But yeah, just like, I find my attention span too, to do like a big chunk isn't the best. (laughs) I need to mix it up. So yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And being able to have some play in there too, and the walking, I'm really glad that you mentioned that as well, because, you know, that might not work for everybody, but for you Mm -hmm. being able to, I think, get that some of that energy moving, because for you, I think release is such a big key of it is like, okay, what comes up for me during this? Great. Now can Mm -hmm. you like essentially like have it move through me. And so I can start to integrate a little bit faster. So absolutely agree. Yeah. 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 And I know, yeah, you're big into energy work and everything. And, you know, were you able to get a lot of downloads during the rounds? I was and I wasn't. It was, it was very interesting. Um, 
So like hearing from other people, they would get this clear picture. And so um, human design wise, I'm a projector, a splenic projector with specific, as a specific manifester, which I have such resistance to. It's so, yeah, that really shocked me about you. Yeah. Um, I am a very detail oriented person, but for my life per se, it's more about feeling. If, if I don't feel good in a situation or if I project how I want to feel in something coming up, like that's more of what it is. Not like, oh, I need this perfect little house. It's this red house in the country with a walkway or whatever. I'm like, I don't freaking know. Like I have no, no clue. Um, and I think part of that too is just the variety of home spaces that I've experienced in the last two years, three years or so. I lived in a house. I've lived in a condo. I've lived in shared housing. I've lived, well, like I've lived in a tent. I lived in a tent for three months. Um, I've spent plenty of time on a bus because one of my other partners, he lived in a bus. I've lived in a van for a bit. I've also basically lived on a, a yacht because my last partner was like live aboard on a yacht. So it's not so much the space per se of like the physical housing. It's mm-hmm. more how I feel with who I'm with. Um, there's little things like I know I need green space wherever I go. Green space is a very important thing. Like nature, outdoors, I need to have trees around me. That's just, that's my thing. Um, and absolutely love mountains and ocean. And I know that's something that's called my heart and soul very, very deeply. Um, but yeah, to like do these specific little things, I have no clue. Like, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> just no. <laughs> Right. And yeah, it's, I'm really glad that you brought that up too, because inside the brain rewiring rounds, one of the big pieces is this future visualization. And sometimes people like have a really hard time with this. I know that I did it first too. And I was like, uh, how am I supposed to know essentially like how to be my happiest, best, highest self. If I've never been there before, I'm like, how are you asking me to do all of this? And sometimes you just need to like ask the universe for a little bit of guidance. And sometimes seemingly very random things come up sometimes Mm -hmm. things that don't make any sense whatsoever. And then sometimes it takes a little bit of time. Sometimes you don't get anything for a while. And I think to your point, just kind of giving people permission to where it doesn't have to be super specific. It can be more based on those feelings and you can also like you don't need to nail them down right away too they can grow and expand and as you do the rounds more and more it can be something to where maybe you're just connected to that feeling instead of necessarily like a more material object absolutely agree yeah and I found I kind of bounced between a few different I guess like visualization options um one was just basically writing out goals that I wanted to achieve um and like literally could be just like, I want to climb five eleven trad, which nailed that. Um, <laughs> and just nailed like it. different little, yeah, right. Nailed it. Mic drop, did it. <laughs> <laughs> and just like different little things like that of what I want to experience in the next say year or two. And then there was other times where I was, the odd time I was getting like a very specific image in my mind. And like, um, for example, one was a sailing trip that, Posey is going to happen at some point. I don't know when, which I'm super stoked about. And like with that would get little details of like who I was with or how long it would be and kind of things like that. But that again, wasn't so specific. It was just like, like minor little things. Um, and then other times I would just kind of sit there and be like, hello, is anybody there? 
someone want to talk to me? I literally had one session where in my mind, I was in this like dark room saying hello and like heard this echo. And then I was like, okay, no one's here. And then eventually just got like one word kind of like a affirming little sentence type thing. And it was just like, basically you need to trust and like be patient. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, Duh, damn it. Um, but yeah. And like with that, I like to free write a lot. So I think that helped too. And it was basically, I would just sit and ask my guides and again, positive beings of light and honorable intention. What do I need to know? And just sit. And then whatever came up, I would just start writing. And a, a lot of it all has to do with trust. Like that's what a lot of my things were. Um, and then just sometimes it would come up about specific people um, and just basically like, you need to trust the process. This person, they still care for you. They still love you. They're just on their bit of their journey and you're on yours. And like, it doesn't mean it's an ending or anything. Like there's still, there's still a connection. There's still going to be a journey together. Um, it's just like, this is where your process is at. And like, that is fine. But just know like there still is love around, which is nice. And it's always like those little like positive affirming things, which is good. So mm-hmm. it kind of gives you that that little boost. You're like, okay, fine. Like I'm trusting. I'll I'll admit, like you're right, kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so powerful too. Is that just trust? Trust the process. Yeah. Trust how it all unfolds. Like I think so often we just want to know the answers. Like we we just want to know. No. Yeah. And it goes back to <laughs> <laughs> what I was talking about with thought shifting. And we had this conversation a couple of times in Synergy. All of you you guys in there are wicked smart. And we got to a point to where I realized that sometimes we get ahead of ourselves and we're almost trying to figure out why things have happened so that mm-hmm. we don't have to process them. So we can just justify it and we move on instead of actually allowing ourselves to sit in the feelings and say like, okay, this is fine. Experiencing this negative emotion, this frustration, this sadness, whatever it is, this is okay. And I allow myself mm-hmm. to feel that instead of just like, thought shifting right away and then being like okay well I guess I feel fine now yeah I'm good I'm good I think subconsciously I did that after the split and like not even knowing it um so yeah like this split's been very interesting because it's initially my process to it was like yes this really sucks but I want the very best for him which is completely different than my last ex like right worlds away um And for me to have that feeling towards things was just mind blowing in a sense. I was like, I can actually respect someone like the way things are and just want the best for them. And I was like, this is so weird. And then I would have days after where my brain was almost missing feeling that sadness and like the, Mm -hmm. the down, the dark and it, and I wasn't feeling that way that day. And it's like, right well, maybe just feeling what I, like, what is coming up and like, that is okay. And not trying to be like, well, why is this not like, why is this not coming up negatively? Like, why am I not feeling a certain way? And like going through that, that loop kind of thing when like, there's nothing to thought shift in a sense, like you're almost over, have over processed in a way. And you're like, I just need to sit in this shit. Like, it's okay. It is fine. Like Mm -hmm. it is what it is. And that's just how the process is going. It's this big ebb and flow. 
So yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it really is too. And then I, I totally resonate with the, um, the missing the sadness type of type of feeling like you get mm-hmm. used to it sometimes. And especially if you do go through, you know, larger life events. And for me, I realized that like, I was also surrounding myself in my environment with things that were like almost actively making me sad, like sad music the, and the people mm-hmm. that I was surrounding myself with the conversations that I was having, the content I was consuming. And I was, I just realized one day I was like, nope, can't do that anymore. And yeah. <laughs> completely shifted. I, I completely agree with that. It's the music is always a, uh, uh, it gets you. <laughs> I love the, I love me some sad shit. Oh, like, some yeah. sad, sappy shit. It's, it gets the soul going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it really does. Okay. So for me, I absolutely loved having you in this program and oh. you would send us weekly <laughs> energy updates and we'd get tarot card readings. Like you were such a, such an amazing member to have in this program. And I really like, I only wanted people in this program that were really going to like raise the frequency of the group. And I think you did exactly that, but oh. I want to hear about <laughs> your favorite part of the program. You know, it could be the modules, it can be the community, oh. like literally whatever it is. Oh, that's so hard. I have a few. I can't pick one. That's just too hard. I mean, go for a few. So intuition week was freaking amazing. I mean, that's just my jam though. Um, I went all spiritual up on everybody's asses that week. (laughs) (laughs) It was just my thing. Like I shared as much as I could. And I think too, it was nice to almost be a bit of an expert in a group in a sense and just be able to share what I I could and what I knew and have everybody so interested too and just open to it which was nice like people were legit interested in what I had to share and like mm-hmm. things that I have as tools in in my my life and my spiritual practice and just like little things that I know of um so yeah that that one was an amazing week because it was just like I could really shine in what I what I know and do um and I mean, all of the modules were amazing, like the usual. And the journaling was fantastic. Um, I mean, I'm a big journaler, so it's always it's always nice to to dig deep and write it all down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the connections that I've made, there's like made great connections with all of the ladies. And then there's a f- couple that are just like basically insta bestie type people your soul sisters I yeah mean, yeah yeah and I was like <laughs> I knew when we started this I was like you and at least two other people I was like you guys were meant to meet like you yeah yeah meet. yeah and it, it's really amazing because specifically like those two people have been such a support and it's been mutually supportive um one we talk by basically voice messages and are each other's soundboard which is fantastic and it's so incredible and then the other one we've done text and like phone calls and facetimes just because we're a little closer so it's a little easier um just time wise and stuff but yeah it's just the the camaraderie that you get and the community in a group like this is amazing i mean it's always a toss-up you never know who's going to actually participate or how much and mm-hmm. um yeah just like divinely timed elevate and this one just seemed to be this very like good close-knit community which was fantastic um and I mean another one to add is the rounds are just fantastic they're they're really it was like such a a foreign concept at first it's like you want me to do an hour of what for how long and like why like I don't understand and then we're like what how do we split them up can we do them all in one can we do a half hour we have to do 15 
I don't understand what's going on. And you're just like, I don't know what to do. And you're just having this mini panic attack. But as soon as you start doing them, it just becomes this very like meditative space and calming and grounding. And you look forward to it, which is nice. And if you've missed a couple rounds, you're like, you, you feel it in a sense. Like you, you feel like you haven't had almost enough of that like calming space, which is interesting. Um, not necessarily that you're going to beat yourself up over not having done sessions. Cause I mean, like, um, I've been pretty good with my sessions, at least getting like two to four rounds every day almost. But, um, I think like the beginning of this week, I missed three days and I, I definitely felt it. I was like, Oh man, I didn't get to do them. But I was like, I was out busy doing other like expansive things and new opportunities and things like that. So, I mean, it's been fantastic. Um, right. Yeah. I, um, my heart's all yeah. <laughs> It's just like the, the amount of amazing, I guess, just like abundance that has come from this is incredible. I mean, I've literally dealt with the shit of the shit <laughs> through these three months. But even though I've had all these hard experiences, there's been such an amazingness weaved through all of it, which is so just so heartfelt. Um, and like have been more, I guess, more in tune, more aware. Um, I've been more playful, which I mean, I'm a super child at heart, playful type person. I mean, you know, with the, the squishy toy. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I bought myself and Chelsea. It's literally a child's, um, play toy. You can use it for education as like, um, a fidget toy so it's something you squish and it has all these little beads in it and it's just fantastic I seen it and my inner child was like you need to get this this is what you're doing um and so it's just like doing more things on a whim and doing more of like the fuck yes rather than like a hell no kind of thing and just doing things on a whim and just actually going for it rather than like well I could do this or I could do that and you're hemming and hawing and then indecision just basically destroys your choice and like what you want to do rather than just like trusting a snap snap decision in a sense Mm -hmm. um yeah there's just been like so many little moments like that and then uh just like deepening of certain friendships which has been fantastic um so my one friend he and I kind of made like this little packed thing um I think it's been three weeks ago now so we're both basically going through big transitions and phases and I had told him I was like every time we hang out, we have to do one new thing. And I was like, it can be little, it can be big. It doesn't matter. It can literally just be like, we're trying a new food. Um, and he's like, sounds good. Cool. He's like, I'm upping this though. And I was like, okay, what? And he's like, every time we hang out, we have to tell each other one thing we've never told each other. So just one new thing. And it's just because we're both in such a, a new phase in our lives, a new chapter, this just tiniest of agreement in a sense just adds so much more expansiveness, so much more excitement and just keeps pushing you outside the bubble and just basically really complements all the work that I've done with synergy and brain rewiring. And in a sense, adding to it, it's working on that inner child healing. It's working on the positive and just trusting in what could happen and where you can go. So 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's I thank you so much for sharing. And I think sometimes too, since you are such an intuitive person, I think the divine timing of everything too, like I had this happen to me a couple of months ago. I just really felt this calling to work with a certain coach. Um, and I just, mm-hmm. I didn't really know why. And especially because I was like, but I don't really have any quote problems right now. Like I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm good. I feel good. And then turns out a couple of months later, holy shit everything hit the fan. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. I absolutely needed this person's help. And I was like, wow, like my intuition was pushing me to sign up with this person so that when all this stuff happened, I was held and supported and had people and, you know, in a community to talk to. Like, I think for you, that probably is some of what happened too. Oh, absolutely. Could not agree more. I mean, I was so heartbroken after Elevate ended. I was like, I don't get to have Chelsea anymore. I was like, my support is gone. (laughs) I I mean, I pretty much cried on every call. It's my norm, but it was just like, I was so heartbroken and so sad. And then having this opportunity again and having the fall not work out, I was like, Mm -hmm. are you kidding me? Like, what the hell? I really want this. And then, yeah, having the spring work has just been fantastic. And having the support is just, it means so much. Like, I don't know. I think you're a fantastic human being and just even more amazing coach. Like you support and give this incredibly safe container and just love us so unconditionally. And it just, it, it means the world. And I'm going to cry now. (laughs) I'm going to cry. Oh, thank you. So is there anything else that you want to share about your brain rewiring experience? For me, I think a lot of the value in this is like, I want people to hear real stories, like your real experience, the thing that really happened. You know, I was super skeptical of brain rewiring at first. I was like, oh, fuck, no, that thing's not going to work. Like, you know, I've tried so many other things at this point. But for me, being able to like really relay to people like, it's going to look different for everybody, of course, but like there are significant shifts and changes that can happen when you do put in the work. Oh, completely agree. Um, I, yeah, I don't even know where to start. Like, it's just some you don't even realize until someone else sees you or notices it. So, um, yeah, like in mid May after the split, it was funny. I had, I think three people tell me they're like, your eyes are so bright and alive. Like you have so much life to you. I was like, that's, that's surprising. Cause I, I feel like shit. Like, I feel like my heart is smashed into pieces. They're like, no, like there's something different about you. And they're like, it might not necessarily be like the split, but it's just like, there's something that's definitely changed. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. And just like having people commend me on the work that I don't, I mean, even my ex-partner, he literally was there for basically all of Synergy and He's like, the work you've done is just commendable. He's like, you you put so much effort into yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you deserve to. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Huh>. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my laugh cry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like, it's interesting when those who are near and dear to you and around you, they notice the difference. Um, cause I mean, they'll notice before you even do. And yep. so when they're like, you, you seem so much more grounded or so much more rooted down or calm or like sorted, um, and just like sure of yourself kind of thing. It's yeah, it, it just means the world. And it's, it's fantastic that I've found you and you can help and support. <laughs> 
It's seriously, yeah, one of the most fulfilling things. Um, thank you so much for your kind words. Um, yeah, you are you are such an inspiration to me to um, really be able to just feel my feelings. You know, like you you give me such permission for that. So I want to say thank you for that. And oh, I'm so I'll, glad. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, important. I cry all the time, so I can't, I'm glad I can get others to keep crying. It's 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 fine. Just yeah, I, I think that's too. Yep. Well, yeah, exactly. I think that's something that did come up within Synergy was like, I think I had mentioned it just in one of the calls that you you need to feel your feelings. And when you feel them, try and label them, try and like pick what they actually are. Cause yeah, you can feel sad, but it might not just be sadness. Like there's, there's like 50 other emotions. And I'd sent actually an emotion wheel to like mm-hmm. one of the, the, my friends from Synergy. And she was like, wow, like this is, this is mind blowing. Like this changes so much. She's like, yeah, it starts with sadness, but there's like 20 other options of where it's actually coming from. And when you find those other options, it can help you dig deep better and it can help you change your rounds and do like different work, which is nice. So yeah, feel that shit. It's good for you. Cry all the time, happy, sad, mad, whatever. (laughs) It really is. Okay. And I'll be sure to tag where you can find out more about Jocelyn and her art as well. I am super excited because I just got something from her in the mail and I'm so excited to go pick out a frame and hang it up. I really cannot (laughs) wait. She's a fantastic artist. It's seriously like blows my mind how creative you are and how you're able to like, when I look at your, your art, I feel, I feel what you put into it. And honestly, I love it so much. So I'll be sure to um, put that in the show notes as well. So is there anything else that you want to share before we hop off? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of speechless now, but I mean, you're just absolutely freaking fantastic. And which is funny, like one of the thing, the first things you commented on with us working together was, I think I'd written in one of the comments absolutely for like one of my, like, I am so down for this shit. Like I need a change help me. Um, and it's just like, your support and ability to accept people where they're at and just give them so much love is just, it's fantastic. Like it's, it's, it's meant the world. Like I've literally basically spent the last year in a sense working with you and it's changed so much. So yeah. Thank you so very much. I always tell people, I'm like, I have a lot of love to give, like a lot. Take it, take it, take it. Yeah, take it. Oh, it's for my my uh, worthy of receiving. Just take the damn thing. (laughs) My clients and family and friends, they they get all like my my Enneagram eight love, which is very (laughs) deep and very, very protective. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Seriously, this means so much to me. And thank you for sharing your story, for being vulnerable, and for really giving people a I think very realistic view of what brain rewiring is, what it can do for you. I appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you so very much. I'm just so blessed and honored to, to be a part of your podcast so, and just your world. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much to Jocelyn for coming on the show and being vulnerable, sharing your stories, sharing your light with all of us. I really hope that it resonated with you. I'm so honored to be able to have this space for my clients to come on, share their stories, and to be able to connect with you. It's seriously such a special moment for me to hear these stories and to be able to give clients a platform to use their voice to watch them stand in their power and to really I'm I'm just seriously I'm so proud this was such such a cool experience for me to have as a coach and to really witness the vulnerability and the willingness to be open is 
it's very inspiring. So thank you so much to Jocelyn for coming on the show. I hope that you guys loved that as much as I loved interviewing her. If you are excited about brain rewiring, which I really hope you are because seriously, I I'm not I could not be more pumped about anything. If you're excited about brain rewiring, the next round of Synergy starts September 13th. If you want to hop on the waitlist to be the absolute first to know when spots open, make sure you head to the show notes. I will have a link to the waitlist where you can join and you'll be the first to know when spots open. These will go fast. The last round sold out very quickly. This is an extremely transformative 12-week group program. It is an extremely tight-knit group of women as well. I'm very selective, very picky about who gets into the program. I want to make sure that the energy, the frequency, the vibrations are high and make sure that you get as many transformations as you're looking to get coming into the program. Again, I'll put more about that, about Synergy in the show notes. I hope that you enjoyed this interview and I will talk to you next episode. 